Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of Controllers and Coffee. We're live. We're back to our old overlay, which is pink yeah. and blue and purple. Um, and we are uh, uh, back after a crazy week of E3 specials. We're still going to be talking about a bit of E3, though. As always, I am yeah. joined by the wonderful Kat Gerritsen. What is up, Kat? Yo, I'm here to talk video games. I got a new uh, light in my background, my little yeah. TNT. Uh, makes an so explosion sound when I press it. I got this sweet perforated brick shirt from The Last of Us 2, and I'm ready to talk games. Representing Represent. video games. All day. That is know. awesome. Um, well, you? we're going to be... Ah, I'm good. Thank you very much. I'm good. I'm <laughs> feeling feeling uh, excited to continue talking about all the crazy amount of game announcements um, that we got last week. It was just absolute madness. Um, and I'm just, I'm still getting my head around all the games that are, that we're going to have to play. <laughs> there was so much stuff. I feel like I'm still seeing trailers that I missed, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I, I think there was like a wholesome games showcase and I just completely missed it. So, um, what's there? Well, I haven't even heard of that either. So I've missed it too. Yes. Well, I don't know what was shown there. What's up, Laz? Thank you. Hello there. Thank Hello you for joining there. us, as always. Um, good do. Good do. Wait, what did you say it was? What was the showcase? Wholesome Games Showcase? Wholesome I'm looking games. it up so I can watch it later. Yeah, please. It apparently had some good um, indie shit. So, oh, you know I love probably, indie shit. No, I love some indie shit. Speaking of indie shit, before we get started... In this topic, big, big E3 best of thing. Um, I've still been playing a bit of, quite a bit of uh, The Wild at Heart. And oh, yeah. it's bloody good. It's a really, really good game. The other uh, day, it's so much longer than I thought it would be. I was wallowing in despair and thinking, I wish I had a game to play and I should have downloaded The Wild at Heart. It would have been perfect. <laughs> I wish I had a game to play. <laughs> It's God, so man. nice. I've got 60 little spritelings following me around at any one time now, and it is madness. 60 little boys. Um, and, yeah, I'm like, I think I'm about 16 or 18 hours in, and it's pretty solid, like, fair amount of stuff to go still. Uh, yeah. It's very good. It's really cool. Definitely highly recommend. And the music is so chill and, like, really just, like, you get lost just, cruising around with your little dudes. Um, nice. But then it gets into nighttime and you're like, oh, my God, I have to get back to the base. Otherwise, Ow. I'm going <laughs> to It's a bit scary. But um, have you been playing anything? I mean, if you're in a pit of despair looking for a game, what did you what did you start playing? What's going on? I didn't play anything. I watched some TV, but which I rarely <laughs> do. I binge watched a season. What did I watch? Um, I watched Jupiter's Legacy. I watched the whole thing. Um, but you know what I did no play? Oh, some superhero shit. Um, mm. I played and finished Biomin. I finished it. Oh, sick. You finished it. Nice. Done. And let me tell you, 
if I was a reviewer and I had to speed through that game and do the four main bosses and finish it, I'd think that game was shit too. <laughs> sorry, sorry, All by right. man. Like two of the bosses are um, like weak point shooters, and it sucks uh, ass. Like it fucking yeah. sucks ass. They are terrible boss fights. They go for so long. No matter how much damage you do, they're just full on shit because if you haven't hit their weak points, they're literally immune. Like it's mm. absolute trash and you can only hit their weak points to cause damage. It does the tiniest sliver, like absolute trash. And the the twist that they had in the middle where like you go to the middle tree and there's like something there that you don't really expect fucking means nothing at all absolutely nothing like it shouldn't have been there i don't even know why they bothered to put that in the game because it doesn't it doesn't fucking matter and you come back to it at the end and it doesn't it doesn't matter like it oh i guess right okay uh, can, can i can i talk about it or you don't want to know i, I prefer no spoilers i still really yeah. want to buy it um it's just it's, it's just, like a hundred bucks so i'm like not right now it's fucking useless anyone who's played it will understand maybe it's because i went the good route and i like saved the world maybe if i went the bad route it would be fine and it would mean something but it means literally nothing so i did go back to before i fished the game and i'm gonna just go full dark mode like and just Ooh, like okay because you can just like catch animals and kill them to get dark points so just like run around i'm gonna beat up all the good people and see if that does anything because like it means nothing it was pointless and like you don't have to get strong to go and beat the bosses because everything mm. scales to your level so i can definitely understand that if you just mainlined the main quest it would be shit like mm -hmm. it's the exploring the world that's exciting but even then like you know how originally i talked about how all the side quests like, they seem to like push you towards improving your gear and that sort of stuff once yeah. you do those side quests, there's about 50 different go and rescue this guy and you have to do that 23 times or yeah, climb this fetch. rock or, yeah. yeah, like fucking Spion. find 15 toasters, find seven treadmills, you know, like so mm -hmm. uh, definitely a lot could have been better in that game and I can 100% see why the reviews turned out the way they did. I at first was very surprised but now... I'm not surprised oh. at all. That can go away. Um, okay, interesting. Uh, damn, that makes me sad. Although, like, I I think we've, you know, my opinion could definitely differ from yours. Yeah. Uh, I hope I hope I like it, but um, it was yeah, just sucks to hear that you didn't. And and <clears throat> that ending, like, it didn't matter. The rest of the game is so much better. Like, mm, if they right, had changed right. those two out of the four bosses to not be weak point fucking shooters such shit yeah and like changed the ending to not be meaningless then mm -hmm. it would have been great and like i would have even Fair. been happy with those like a lot of those quests that are like do this over and over because you come a lot across a lot of the things organically anyway so you're often just yeah. taking them off as you run around so it's not a problem but those Nah, no, nah, they needed to they nah. needed to do better on the bosses. Right. Like, okay. That's my number one. They needed to do better on the bosses. I hear um they're taking a lot of player feedback and actually implementing it in patches. So I wonder how yeah. that will extend. I wonder what the you know the 
that will end up being the like, feedback yeah. has been yeah from i mean i assume a lot of people feel the same way if it's you know the main bosses that are you know yeah badly designed so it'd be interesting to see where that game goes uh even though it's not you know it's a single player game but like yeah yeah just two of the bosses were fun because they were just regular fights and the other two where they were the weak point shooters are just absolute garbage took so fucking long and was just a waste of my Mm. life The the end indeed all right well what we're doing this week is we're gonna run through the best and worst of E3 2021. You've heard us rattle on for about five hours about all the things we love, but we're going to do it a bit differently. Now, I'm just going to be fully transparent here. I've stolen this idea from my favorite podcast, The Min Max Show. So definitely go um, and subscribe to them, youtube.com slash, I think it's Min Max Games or Min Max Show uh, and follow them on Twitter and stuff. If you don't already, because they're great, um, they're all, uh, well, most of them are ex-game informer and they started their own thing and they're fantastic. They are my uh, favourite podcast. So I've stolen this directly from them. So thanks, Ben Hansen. Um, but we are going to run through a few categories for our favourite and least favourite things at E3. So we've got biggest surprise, favourite moment, weirdest thing, missing in action, the most overshown game, the best under-the-radar game, and the most anticipated game other than Elden Ring. Big brackets there because I think we all know what that answer would be. Let's kick it off, Kat, Mm. with the biggest surprise and give us your, your hot take. Everything was a surprise to me, you know, like... I'm like, I don't know what this is. Show me it. <laughs> like, everything's a surprise. But mm-hmm. the most impactful surprise for me was Redfall. I Like, mm-hmm. that game the fuck out of nowhere, and I still don't really know anything about it, but it's exciting. I'm like, I'm keen. I really want to see more. Like, I don't know. I feel like everyone that I talk to about it feels like it's going to be kind of like this Borderlands-y vibe, um, which I think is very interesting, and I would love that. Like, I think that would mm. be really sick. Uh, a lot of people as well have been saying, like, Left for Dead, but they don't really think so, which is exactly what we said. Like, it kind of seems mm. like Left for Dead, but also doesn't really feel like it It fits into that, nor does the description of single player and multiplayer fit into that. I don't yeah. think you would advertise something like that game with the single player portion. I just don't think you'd say that. No, um, and I also don't think the developers will make a game like that either. They're yeah. very, they're the very specific type of game that they make. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, absolutely. I actually had this as well um, for my biggest surprise because, like, Stolen. <laughs> it, to- it totally, like, for one, it surprised me because it wasn't what I was expecting. Secondly, I wasn't totally impressed at first. I was like, okay, some co-op game. But like, was not on that hype train. The more I think about it, I'm like, I'm. This is like incredibly exciting, exciting for me. Um, and I went and downloaded uh, Dishonored: Death of the Outsider like as soon as that came to Game Pass, and I've been <laughs> playing that, and it's excellent. And their their game design is like so so good. And I assume it's going to be like this. Like if you look at. Uh, Deathloop. Deathloop is is just like Dishonored, but it's in a yeah. different world. Like their game design is very 
they've, they're very good at a certain thing, and that's fine because they're so good at immersive sims. Um, yeah. But the fact that they're bringing open world and co-op into this is, like, very, it's very exciting. Cool. It's so it's exciting. exciting. And also, like... Um, yeah. Way to show off the characters, like they they were great. Yeah, right? very individual, um, very. Uh, even though some of them are kind of like trope characters, they're still very recognizably individual to that game. You know, like mm -hmm. yes, pretty different. Yeah, right? for sure. Like the the science guy, right, he is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! Yes, that thing is amazing. <laughs> Huge. The science guy is quite tropey in ways like, you know, he's a nerdy dude and um Yeah, you know, but normally the, the nerdy dude is like spooked of everything and like, ew, it's gross. True, but he's, yeah. like, he's like into it. So like even though there yeah. is that trope of you have the nerdy guy, they're still kind of like it's a little bit it's a little bit different. Mm. And then there's like the sharpshooter with his raven, which is like pretty much straight up just stolen from Borderlands with Mordecai yeah. and Bloodwing. Yeah. But, like, I'm fine with that because That's Mordecai fine. was amazing and this character is it's a very different character, but it's, like, it's a cool trope. It's a cool character-style trope for a video game where you're, like, you've got a bird and you're a sharpshooter. Yeah. It's just a thing. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah. The little bit that was a bit different about that character <laughs> for me because, obviously, um, again, huge trope, because that character is normally... Um, very somber you know withdrawn mm. but he's jokey so you know yeah <laughs> like you know they're just like they're putting the tropes in for sure but they're like i put a little spin a little bit of spice like yeah i'm super different. super excited to see um like how like how the missions go like because in say yeah. something like dishonored there are like you know, animated, like, f images in between missions that kind of tell yeah. a story. But anytime, yeah. anytime you're in the game, it's first person, it's, like, you're immersed in that, like, yeah. point of view. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how they'll tackle that with this, it being, uh, you know, four, up to four-player co-op and, um, you know, are they going to have cutscenes? Or is it all going to be from the perspective of the player? Or are there just going to be no cutscenes or no... Is there going to be less, like, dialogue and stuff happening around yeah. you? Uh, I'm really excited to see see more. And it's, like, only 12 months away. So Yeah, um, it's very cool. Yeah. It, it, I hope we see more soon. But I also, like, I get that, like, doing, like, gameplay trailers and shit it's just so much effort for game developers so it's like yeah. i think i understand why we're not seeing as many trailers and as many like you know gameplay demos or something like that for a lot of things because it's like most devs are working from home and then it's all this extra work when they just probably want to be focusing on actually finishing the game yeah yeah absolutely i feel this i feel this although i do want to see more I do absolutely want to see more. Um, I've got one, which was, I suppose, not technically at E3. I think it was technically Summer Games Fest, but yeah, you know what? Ever. Jeff Keighley Jeff Keighley claimed that the Xbox thing was at Summer Games Fest, so you know what? Yeah. It's fine. Um, Tribe the Tribeca Games Festival that was uh, so sick. 
Like yeah, to have this true. like kind of spotlight on what eight games or whatever it was. One? This is still for number one, biggest surprise. Yeah. Um just how good that that you know 48 minute thing. I think it was like Xbox. Obviously, for me personally, that was like my favorite thing of the whole weekend, the whole week. But yeah. this was probably the second best conference kind of thing because it was just it had those dev interviews. It had gameplay. It had like you know commentary, but it didn't feel bloated like the. Um, yeah. It didn't even feel like the Jeff Keeley thing, where it felt like advertising. It felt really like a celebration of these indie games. Like Tribeca, Absolutely. I think they do like film and stuff as well. So it's like it had that vibe of like the art behind it, not just yeah. the the advertising. Um, yeah, and it was, it was yeah, really great show. Like I'm so glad I spent the time to just sit down and actually watch that instead of like the, um, you know, the indie game showcase wasn't as well done. The PC gaming show was just like crap. <laughs> it was just horribly set out um, so and just full of like. How terrible it was. Like. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest surprise is how heavily they went on that bit. Like, God, what the fuck? Oh, with oh, so many, and they like so many bits they tried to do, and it was all bad. It was Every all bit terrible. was bad. Um, yeah, I think Tribeca was excellent, and I I want more of that at more things, and yeah, you know, more focus on these indie games because, like, I'm just trying to think what was at a. While I do this, do you have anything else, any kind of honourable mentions? Yeah, you know what is a big surprise for me? It wasn't really a surprise in terms of seeing it, but a surprise in how I felt about it was the Halo multiplayer. Because, mm. like, you know, like I, I'm, I haven't played any of the Halo. The lore seems really interesting to me, but I haven't played any of the Halo games because I've never had an Xbox um, so whilst I do know that that world seems interesting to me, I didn't think that any of seeing it, like any of the gameplay would actually interest me at all because I'm so removed yeah. from it. But the multiplayer yeah. looked bad. Like it looks so good. <laughs> it looked really, really yeah. good. Yeah, I didn't put that in, but you're damn right. Like, and the response to it from so many people in your situation and Halo fans as well that have maybe fallen off because they don't mm. like 343's Halos. Um, yeah, there's just been so much positivity around Halo multiplayer. And it, I like that they also did that 12-minute video. And, you know, it wasn't just a trailer that they showed in the yeah. in the game showcase. I think that's another thing that Xbox really nailed. Like, and it probably didn't get as many eyes on it uh, as their main conference, obviously, because, you know, that's the big press Ooh. conference. But, like, Halo had a 12-minute thing. And then they did, like, the the Xbox Games Showcase extended thing yeah. and talked about a bunch of games that they'd already talked about as well as Hellblade 2 and didn't show any new trailers. Well, they showed a trailer for Hellblade 2, but it was mostly like behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. But with some little bit of extra information and then spoke to developers about these games at length. And it was like really, really good. There were some really cool things that got, you know, spoken about, um, about like Flight Simulator and about... Uh, Starfield. I know they didn't speak about Starfield. Uh, more about Halo and more about um, uh, Back for Blood and stuff like that as well. And it was like cool little add-on that went for almost two hours, 
Uh, yeah. Cool little add-on at the end of the week that kind of wrapped everything up. And it was, again, really well produced and had yeah. actually people on stage. It wasn't this these awkward Zoom conversations. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Um, but at Tribeca, so it was Harold Halibut, Kana, Bridge of Spirits, uh, Lost in Random, which was that one with the dice. The dice. Yes, so cute. Um, Norco, which was that really bugged out one with the fight Milk scene. One. The, the, the milk. Yeah. <laughs> Norco milk. <laughs> uh, Sable, which I know we don't really care about. Signalis, which is that weird yeah. uh, 3D one. pixel one. The Big Con, which is that hilarious. Yeah. Uh, like I love uh, the Big Con. Yeah, you're a con, con person. Con girl. Con girl. And your favourite game, 12 Minutes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know it. Um, but, you know, that that's that's a decent lineup. eight games, and they, you know, it was that really was- well. Like, when the Big Con came up, I was like, oh, this doesn't look good. And then, like, a minute into it, I was like, I'm all about this. This looks this great. This game, looks fun. Like- yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Favorite moment, unless you've got anything else to add for biggest surprise. No, I do have a favorite moment though. Um, I know you, oh, you said, um, I know you said what you said. That's okay. You know, Look, your most no anticipated Elden game Ring. can't be Elden Ring, but it's fine. It's fine. It's my, <laughs> <laughs> my favorite moment. My, my favorite moment. moment out of the whole week is just, just the green screen hair. Green screen hair. <laughs> I love Elrin, my favorite moment. <laughs> like, I don't know, like I'm making it clear. Like. <laughs> this is it my favorite so moment. Well. It it's so, so perfectly well. framed. Oh, I love. Oh my god, I'm getting more of the picture in my shirt. Oh, here we go. Fucking Whoa. there he is, the tarnished boy. <laughs> <laughs> Elden Ring, baby. Elden Ring, my favorite moment. Like I, I didn't care what else happened the whole rest of E3 because all I wanted, all I wanted was Elden Ring, and I got it. Like there's nothing more to say. <laughs> so good my green screen Um, hair is iconic my name jeff (laughs) it is iconic oh my god forever i would never forget never forget never Um, forget elden ring green screen hair look i had a real hard time choosing a favorite moment but Mm. (laughs) i think it's also your elden ring hair (laughs) Um, i almost think it's It's like If I have to be very specific, it's uh, <laughs> it's too good. It's um, I think it's like Jeff Keeley's excitement to announce it. He's like yeah. he's so hyped to say like Elden Ring he's to finally like, get it out there and get out of gamer jail. Yeah, pretty much. And then he was just like hailed as the Lord and Savior for the rest of yeah. the week. So good. It's like I after like, a summer game fest just didn't exist after that. Like, yeah, they were just like gone. It was done, and he was like, "Well, I'm claiming the Xbox conference and the Bandai conference." Also, what the fuck? 
Why didn't Bandai Namco show more Elden Ring? I just don't understand. Really uh, you know what? I don't care. I got Elden Ring and that's all I needed. Um, yeah. And, yeah. and I love it. Like, wh- what more is there to say? I really liked as well um, that Jeff afterwards, he tweeted about how uh, Miyazaki wanted it to be last as a reward for everyone who was watching and, like, to not overshadow the rest of the conference sort of thing. Like, yeah. yeah. Really cool that... Um, not only, like, well, I think it's just really cool that he was confident enough in his own game and what everyone wanted that he knew mm. that putting it last would be a reward and would help to not overshadow the other games, which is yeah. also, like, that would be such a hard thing to say, to be like, I know I'm going to overshadow all these other games. Like, you look like a real dickhead saying that. But at the same time... Yeah. And but when you're game, and I mean, at one most anticipated game at yeah, the fucking yeah. game awards. So, and like, I you know that when it's someone like Miyazaki or at least like you know, a team like From Software, it's it's not out of a place of arrogance or it doesn't seem out of a place of arrogance. It seems like yeah. it's like, no, like this game is going to break the fucking internet. Yeah. Show all the other games first. Because otherwise, if they opened, if they closed with Wonderlands and they opened with Elden Ring, like, no one would yeah, care flat about show. Yeah. Wonderlands, let alone all the 50 other games that got shown, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah just be sure. like, you'd be like 30 minutes into the conference and be like, Pot Boy! Pot Boy! <laughs> <laughs> Go back to Pot Boy! Go back to me more Pot Boy! <laughs> <laughs> I love it though. Like, what a yeah. moment! What a dream! And it was oh. an epic trailer. Such a good trailer. Good trailer. Great trailer. Yeah, great I'm trailer. trying to think of other things that are like a great moment. I think if again, I'm going to get real nitty nitty gritty on this one. Is like the moment when they show like a still in Mexico, and then they're like. This isn't a photo, it's gameplay. Oh yeah, and that like, was so good. That was like, oh my god. Yeah, that was <laughs> that was really good. You know what else? Um no, nah, it's completely lost my head immediately. Is I said you know what else? <laughs> god, so it wasn't that good. Um, um, oh no, I yeah, got it, I, I think... got it. Oh, go, you go, know go, what go. This is great. One of my favorite moments was uh the Outer Worlds 2. Oh, uh, my God. I, so good. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. So Fuck, good. that should have been biggest surprise. I think that could take, yeah. Will this enemy be in the game? No. <laughs> You'll Forget never about see it, it again. <laughs> Forget about it. Miyazaki-chan <laughs> does bring that Chad energy. Huge Chad <laughs> mood. <laughs> Massive um, Chad vibes. Also, uh, it was funny. I saw on Twitter afterwards the guy, the, like, head of, you know, I don't know, senior editor or something like that. At, um, Obsidian was like, I can't believe we just got away with that <laughs> that trailer. <laughs> I can't believe that got green-lighted or something like that. It's like best tra- that trailer is going to go down like in infamy as the best trailer, like best so uh, like teaser trailer for something. Uh, so excellently done. Excellent. Very well done. Very well done. Very good. Um, yeah. My, I think my favorite thing was, yeah, probably Jeff Keighley's favorite moment was just Jeff Keighley. He was excitement. so cute afterwards. He's like, oh, 
we've done it we get to say it like imagine holding that inside and also like the day before when you sent me that um twitter where jeff Keeley's like smiling at the screen they zoomed in on his eyes and put the elden ring logo in it like they, they couldn't have right. been more right they could not <laughs> have been more correct so good so good oh so funny all right, weirdest thing. I've got a couple of bangers for this one. At least one really got, good one. I've got one good one, which is weird, right. but I'm so... No, you know what was weird? How much PC gaming show banged on that? No. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> uh, my weird game um, that was like a weird moment for me, but I was like, actually, I love this, is Death Trash. Um, mm, a little indie okay. that they showed. Yes. Do you have some visuals prepared? I do have some visuals prepared. And do you want to watch the visuals? Yeah, let's do it. Live viewing. Yes, live viewing. I love this. Lovely. Meaty. Mildred. like livers the fuck way better um, wow it's stunning it's that's really cool weird. that's really cool that's yeah, actually yeah, a good comparison like, og fallout and hyperlife light drifter on acid a hyperlight drifter but like yuckier like bloody and gross. <laughs> i like that guy when he's like are you going to hurt me and it's like yes no don't answer like what happens if i say mm. yes like that's not i want to nice. know yeah. I want to know very much. Giant that looks man cool. Blood pool, like very meaty. Like she, she <laughs> or he, or whatever it is, like pulls like the livers and shit out of those bodies and is like, nice. Om nom nom. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> Just yeah. what I needed. Vomit. That's what yeah. I needed. That's what I needed. Put that in my pocket. Like, what? <laughs> That's very yeah. cool. See, the PC gaming show clearly had some cool shit, but it was just like, Surrounded by this like cringe factor bollocks. So there you go. Very cool. I did not like. Well, I've got a weird thing. Mm. (laughs) My weirdest thing was 
Hideo Kojima talking about 9-11 excessively. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh, shit. <laughs> that was weird. That was real it's weird. Like, what? And Stop like, talking. Not a, <laughs> kill it. Don't talk about 9-11. Um, Jeff's like, nice. Now tell me about your video game. <laughs> Yeah, way? here's a trailer of a man getting in a box for five minutes. Um, look. Oh, blue box? Oh, don't even, no. don't even get me started no. on blue box. Don't get me we started. can get started on that if you want. Apparently the, the developer oh, has I've come seen... out with a video and he's like, I'm just, we're just an indie team. Or That's some a shit. stunt double, bro. <laughs> <laughs> As if. God. Like, man. I want to know your thoughts on this now because we haven't spoken about this yet. And I, I went down the rabbit hole. I was like, why is Silent Hill trending? Fucking, what is this so blue I. box? Oh, my God. How is How are their names? Like, some of the evidence is like Hideo Kojima and Hassan Kadram, Kadraman or whatever. They're yeah. like, the names translated are the same thing. I'm like, what? <laughs> How do you translate a name? Like, what are you saying to me? What? But the rest of it, like, <laughs> what's going on? Yeah. Why are they tweeting I, at 3 a.m. Netherlands time? Why is the Netherlands just, flag on the on, on Sam? Why? Why did, he, why did he turn that box upside down and get in it? The funniest bit I, was like, and they're I mean, putting oranges a... out of the box. The opposite of orange is blue. And then he gets in the box. <laughs> blue box. <laughs> I was like, what the heck? What do you I mean? Oh, what do you my reckon? God. And the, I, I, Are there any compelling I... pieces of evidence for you? Actually, you know what? We should we should just tell. I don't know if everyone's heard, you know? Maybe okay. You should... Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. So there's this Side company tracks. called... Blue Box Entertainment game or Studios. Blue Box Studios game, game studios. studios. And they're making a game called Abandoned, which was shown off a little while ago. And it's like this first person horror game. Um, and people were like, oh my God, is this like the new Silent Hill? And like, are they pretending to be like, is it Kojima pretending to be somebody else and being this this company from the Netherlands or something? And now He's there's used all this like twice before, and this but this studio is like yeah true actually, and he's kind of done this before. But this studio, for one, has like a failed Steam Greenlight project or something like that, and some other game that's like I don't know either mobile or it's on Steam and it's not very good. But now they're making like a PS5 exclusive, like really high level horror game. And like, I don't know. I I don't know where I fall on this. I haven't done enough. enough I I want research, it. But. I want it to be true. Like, I I want it to be true. There's all like, these like they posted something and they're like starts with S, S ends in L, L and then yeah. later on they're like I'm sorry we didn't mean to make it seem like we're talking about Silent Hero. It's like what? Did and then you- like. Kojima did that weird thing the other day where he, like, shared a photo of those books 
books with like Silent and Hill in it. Silent like, and Hill in the names and the authors' names. It's like, what is happening here? Also, Blue Box Game Studios, like in their ads, they say they're a trademarked studio and they're not. They're not trademarked. Um, they're fucking a YouTube banner is literally just hills. Fucking <laughs> just pictures of hills. Like, I've got a I've got a fucking list of shit up. My favorite thing about it, my favorite, my favorite point is that all of the employees on their LinkedIn, their pictures are just stock photos. Like <laughs> What? what are the chances of that, right? Like, what? The, why would you do that? Jeff Keeley follows them. Like, yeah, that's weird. I love this one. At the abandoned trailer, at the forty-nine seconds mark, the letters P and T are covered by the trees. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, covered by the trees. How can you see them? How can you see? Like, it's it honestly blows my mind the amount of thought that's gone into this. Like. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah, they're called BB uh, Game Studios on Twitter. Yeah, BB. Yeah, what the yeah. fuck? The other interesting thing, I'm just going to read this point because I don't quite understand. Um, so I'll just read it verbatim. A couple of months later, Blue Box Game Studios revealed that Abandoned would get its own PS5 app, which would let players run the game's trailers in real time yeah. on the PS5. This is a curiously specific thing that not even first-party PlayStation Studio games have done, so it raised some eyebrows that this unknown game studio would be the first to pioneer the feature. Another game that got a console application as a teaser for an upcoming release but was later abandoned was PT. Fuck's sake. Also, weird that they, like, Blue Box tweeted that the game would feature Snowflakes of Blood, which was used in the PT. Yes, that's... That one's a big one. Yeah, like, like what? And they just the studio was founded ah. a year after the PT release. Like their only other game that they've completed is called The Whisperer, which was actually completed by another studio. And the icon for that game is a black handprint, like in Death Stranding. <laughs> one of their cancelled games is called Lost Tapes, which is one of the soundtracks in Metal Gear Solid Five. Uh, like I just, I just, what? I don't get it. Like all of their tweets were at three a.m. in like in the Netherlands time. It's three a.m. Yeah. that they tweet all of their tweets, which is ten in Japan. Um, this <laughs> one's this one's whack. In the in the Japanese Silent Hill commercial, the numbers, uh, what are the numbers? One, two, three, eight appear, and Hassan Karaman has an account on PSN called Sneaky Warrior that has. 1,238 trophies. Like That I'm is talking... so weird. How do people find that out and be like, that's the number. That's the like, number. I was talking about such... this. Yeah. Like, I was talking about this on Sunday when I was playing Dark Souls 2, by the way. Fucking. Laz. Um, we are talking about it and we are like, imagine being the intern that Hideo hires and he's like, you need to get 1,238 trophies <laughs> for me on this bum account. And then never touch it again. <laughs> never touch it again. You are Sneaky Warrior until you have 1,238 trophies. Uh, Hassan has a YouTube channel called 2727. 
Silent Hills was cancelled on April 27th. Oh, for fuck's sake. Sneaky Warrior played a game that isn't available on the PlayStation Store that is using a siren head as an image. Junji Ido reacted to Siren Head a few months ago and implied about working with Kojima. I have no idea what that has to do with Silent Hills, apart from the fact that Siren Head is spooky. Junji um, Ito, I assume, is uh, the one of the... Junji the- Ido uh, is a horror composer? manga artist. Oh, okay, for sure. Yeah. So, and then also, like, I don't... This is This is that one that I said I don't get. Hideo translated from Japanese to Turkish means Karaman, which is the last name of Hassan Karaman, the head of Blue Box. And both of their names mean hero in their respective languages. Like, I don't get how that translates. Um, well, and then, I guess, like, what, like yeah, proper nouns do often have it. If it's just hero in both languages, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. And then also, Karaman has an Apple Store app profile with a bunch of low-quality asset flip games under his belt. <laughs> the only app that's not a game is called GoFitXL which sits under the health and fitness category. And the description of the app says personal training in brackets, PT programs. Oh my God. Like this, <laughs> What's that app called? Sorry. Um, it's called go fit XL. Like I just, it's crazy. I saw um, <laughs> another person say that like, uh, Hassan Karaman's full name translates to um, I'm waiting for you, Hideo, or we're waiting for you, Hideo. But I, I saw that like once or twice and I've never seen it again. That, like that that piece of evidence right. has been expunged. So I don't know well, what happened with that. But that damn, the conspiracy is so huge. It's so funny. So I weird. Just, I just don't, I don't get that. But also, yeah, like, he doesn't have the property. Like, ha- what? I, uh, I, I was no saying, what if, what if he just kept making the game? He's like, I'm going to finish Silent Hills with, uh, like, I know that Death Stranding will be a success and then you will <laughs> give me the property and I will finish Silent Hills or I'll release it under the new name, Noisy Mountains. Like, well, I don't know what the fuck's going Noisy on here. Mountains. <laughs> Noisy Mountains. Like, I just, so weird. Oh, I don't. So weird. I well, maybe no that's the weirdest thing. It's not as weird as Kojima talking about uh, 9 11. I'll be right back. So. <laughs> You're right. The 9 11 bit is a bit freaking much. It's a bit oh my God. Too much. Oh. But yeah, I just like it's It's so much. Like, how did the people that even, like, I don't know how they've done it the people that saw this shit like how did how Dude, did they see it gamers are gamers are on, gamers a, on another level they're like they're putting together the pieces they're like you know we do these puzzles in video Ring. games for our whole <laughs> lives and then it's like true you're like you who's know. the killer <laughs> it's a sound. it's a um, no, son he's taking over the business <laughs> Oh shit! All right, missing in action. That was a really good uh, diversion, by the way. Yeah. That was great. That was like eight minutes of conspiracy <laughs> theory. It, it is the weirdest thing, and in a way, it's tied to that box turning upside down. Directors cut bullshit. Like the fucking directors cut, man. I don't weird. understand. He's the director. He the original game was your cut. <laughs> 
stupid. So dumb. He just wanted to call a director's cut because he's a fucking weirdo. Pompous. Um, pompous weirdo. But, you know, great game. I love Death Stranding. Great game. great game. I don't know if I'll play it again, but it was fucking I will not. Amazing. I'm telling you now. It's going to be a long time before I do. <laughs> All right, missing in action. You know it. I believe we both have the same answer, so let's let's get into it. Beyond good and evil, too. You fucker. Where the fuck are you at? Tell me. Mm, this game, Ubisoft have got this happening on two fronts: Skull and Bones. Yeah, I forgot. And Beyond it, Good and Evil, too. Skull and Bones, who the fuck knows? But, like, Beyond Good and Evil 2, it's, it's shaping up to be development hell, isn't it? It's, when did we see it? 2019? When did we see it? Yeah, 2019. We. Yeah. 2019? And it was shown at the E3 before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me see if I can find out for you. My name, Jeff. You're right. Where has that game gone? I don't know. And what's what's really bad is um and concerning, I guess, is that Michelle Oncel has left Ubisoft. He's gone to be a farmer or some shit, and he's the mastermind behind Beyond Good and Evil. Yeah, 2017. <laughs> 2017. So yeah, during the 2017. What? Wait, didn't they show it twice? Didn't we see? Well, when was the original? Wait, they showed that first trailer with the swearing monkey. Yeah. And then they showed the other trailer with the spaceship. Or was that the same trailer? No, the the monkey's in the one with the spaceship, but there's two. Um, yeah. I'm pretty sure in 2016. Ansel used social media to post images of the game. Mm. Um, then Beyond Good and Evil 2, 2017. Ansel confirmed that the 2008 and 2009 trailers were for an initial work as a narrative sequel, but they changed it <laughs> into a different direction. 2008, 2009. I know, like it's crazy. Um, it's in the Voyager engine. There you go. Have fun. Ansel announced his departure in 2020. He said that both the project and Wild were in capable hands. Um, Apparently, Ansel's leadership on the project was unorganized and at times abusive, causing the game's development to have many restarts, accounting for the delay since its 2010 announcement. 2010. Like crazy. But I want it. I want it. Mm. It looked great in 2019. It looks great. Right? Yeah, when we saw it, it was incredible. And can you put on that trailer? I want to see it again. The um, the one with the spaceship. Put that on. Put that shit on. All right. All right. Um. I I just want to see it while we're talking about it. I accept cookies. Become a space pirate legend. Like, where did it go? Official blog. Yeah, show me that. When was the last post from the official blog? Let's see. Yeah, so there was one 
2017 and 2018, looks like. Oh, yeah, 2018 must have been the really nice one. Um, yeah, give me, give me, give me. The last blog was on the 12th of July, 2020. We yeah, don't have right. to hear it. I just want to look at it. It just looks so nice. It does look so nice. That's right. They're in the fucking the rings of the planet. Yeah, it looks so fucking cool. And the scale of it is uh, astounding. Like, mm. And when they like, yeah, they show like how you can traverse and they like zoom yeah. out. And they, that little oh, gameplay really cool. bit that we got was like, whoa. That was lovely. That was incredible. And it looks, I don't know, I really hope it happens. I really yeah. hope it comes out. I am losing faith. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, getting anywhere. Uh, and I'm not holding my breath, that's for sure. But, my God, I just want it to happen. But you never know. They might have a good – it might have a good, uh, you know, story plan already. And now that Michelle Unsell's left, that it may not matter that he's left the company. It may just be all good. A new creative director can, you know, creatively direct things. But – yeah, I don't. I don't feel good about this. I don't really want this game to happen. I want to be a shark man. Yeah, right. I want to be a shark man or a panda or a tiger, whatever. It says yeah. from the 2020 July 12 blog post. We are currently concentrating on core development and production milestones. Um, which is so great. Uh, um. That's it. That's really it. They say that like the in-game footage will be very um, limited. You won't see a lot. Yeah. Um, space monkeys remain our top priority, and we aren't going anywhere. They still have their hit mm. record partnership. Yeah. Whatever they're doing with that. Oh, this part of the trailer is crazy. That's that thing where you can like do artwork and it be in the game and stuff. Yeah, and like soundtracks and stuff, which is really yeah. really cool. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, they're, they're not paying artists. It's like, just don't do it. I'm sorry, but it. if you don't, if you don't want to contribute free work to a game, just don't do it. I'm like, I don't see the issue. Like, yeah. I just really don't understand. It's like it's really cool for for people that want to. <clears> do it. It's like, great. Like, yeah, like your little bit of art as a, like a piece of graffiti in the game. Like, I would freaking froth over that. Like, that sounds amazing. Yeah. Exactly. I just that's what I don't get. If you don't want to, like, it's not like they're like, oh, we'll we'll pay you, and then we they don't. It's like hit record is that's what they do for like I don't know. Anyway, that's just that's not. Yeah, there. they've made fifty thousand dollars worth of payments already, and they've got um thirty five thousand nine hundred in proposed and pending payments. Yeah, well, there you go. It's like for things that's that so haven't bad. closed off yet. Look, yeah, it's amazing, amazing, amazing. It sounds very cool. I really, really, really wished we had seen something. I feel like they're gonna have to. They've been real quiet on it. Like everything that I'm seeing, oh, is like um July 2020. Like you're not seeing anything else. So like, I'm really, really hoping that they show something soon. I don't, I don't care what it is. Show us just some concept art and be like, yeah, we're still, we're still working on this thing or. Mm, mm. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like they're disappearing. 
yeah. disappeared. Yeah, it's, it's concerning. Um, my only other one, which is not, it's definitely not at the same level as that in any way, but is Hellblade 2. Um, oh, yeah. I think, I mean, they showed it at that extended thing and they said, like, this game is way bigger scope than we could have ever imagined. Yeah. They, it's like they're recreating the whole chunks of Iceland. Yeah. Um, so they were quite open in this thing to like, we're not ready to show this yet, but here's the technology that's going behind, going into the game. And um, it is a massive, massive visual upgrade. And they were even, I think they even mentioned that they're working with Epic uh, with Unreal Engine 5 now. So like they've actually spoken about that. So, that's cool. um, but it's I put it in the missing in action bit simply because like it was the first Series X game we ever saw. It was when they showed the Series X, they showed Hellblade two, yeah. um, and but yeah, the the devs do a lot of like updates via social media and their YouTube yeah. channel and stuff like that. So it's it's not something that's just like disappeared off the face of the earth. But um, I think it's it was missed. And it's one that people are really excited about because it was shown quite early, but uh, it is going to be huge. And I think it's like, it's probably the one game at this point that I think Microsoft are hoping will compete with the big Sony third-person adventure game, like exclusive, because it is like, it's very serious. It's very, it's going to be third-person. It's going to look incredible. And it's really like, as far as I can recall, it's the only like third person adventure game in Microsoft's lineup. Like there's heaps of RPGs, there yeah. are heaps of multiplayer games, there's yeah. shooters, yeah, absolutely. tactics, all the shit. And then yeah, and then there's this Hellblade 2 huge, you know, yeah. competitor to what Very Sony different. do in a big yeah, way. Sure. And it sounds like it's gonna be quite open world. So but that's okay because it gives me even longer to play the first one, which I still haven't played, even though it's like eight hours long and incredible. So. Yeah, which mm. is also like very interesting that they've gone from like an eight-hour long adventure to something mm. so huge. So good luck to them. Mm. RVA Flips, good morning. How good are you? Morning. Thanks for joining us in the chat. Um, good morning, good evening, wherever you are in the world. Okay, uh, this next one's fun. And I, <laughs> when I was looking at your responses, I, I kind of wish I didn't look at your responses, but I should have called this one the most yeah. overshown game at E3. What you got for me, cat? <laughs> 12 minutes. Fuck that shit. I don't want to see it again. Why did it? I don't know. It probably only got shown at two places or maybe three. I, I think like it. I saw it everywhere feel like it actually was it at summer game fest i don't think it was but i think i think it's because you've seen it four times before already yeah right i'm tired of it i can't wait for it either but i i do get where you're coming from uh Uh, it's all right you're not gonna have to see it much more it's coming out very soon it did go in it it was in summer game fest summer game fest it was like the opening night thing yeah. It was in Tribeca, yeah. And it was at and, Xbox. And it was at Xbox. So I saw it three fucking times. 
all within like, <laughs> like a span of a few days. And I was like, stop showing me this shit. I mean, I'm sure it'll be great. It looks really cool. I like the idea as well. Very cool premise. Um, <laughs> yes. Love, love to I play know, it's it. It's like, excellent. Do not want to see it again. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, it's fantastic. Trying to look at the app to see when it comes out, but it's, I think it's, uh, oh, August it's, it's like, yeah, thanks. I think it's like Hades comes to Game Pass and then like two days later, it comes to Game Pass. 19th of August. And look, I'm certain and I don't think anyone is questioning that it's being shown so much more now because of the big names that they got for voice actors, which is great, whatever. But I think there's something to be said, a completely different topic that we can maybe maybe have at a different time about the value Mm. of actors over voice actors. Like... Even oh, in movies, I love this conversation. I saw the other day a poster for, I don't even fucking know what movie it is, um, but there was the three main characters and they were like, like Tom, Bob, and Dick, Susan. Harry. And, and then they're like, and Zendaya as Harry. You know, like, she's an actor, I get it, but these other three main characters are voiced by voice actors that are very skilled in their craft fucking put their name on it too and so i know that 12 minutes is getting a lot more attention because not only is it a great concept that looks fantastic but they've put three big ass names in there Mm. i don't care about that shit yeah it could just as easily (laughs) i feel like villain before could sound terrible for oh absolutely have you played beyond two souls yeah exactly right like so but why you have voice actors and in this age of critical role um which i have not watched but is obviously a huge draw people know those voice actors like those are Hmm. big names that you could pull in into things that's that's my thought yeah like what is and this is really a a, a, like a topic we could talk about for a long time but like I think for a lot of gamers, like what what is the draw, draw? for what is the draw? Why for do I care that it's Willem Dafoe that, and not anyone else? Yeah, like for people who aren't gamers, what is the draw of having Daisy Ridley and James McAvoy and Willem Dafoe in as the lineup? Because like you could just as easily say Jennifer Hale, uh, you know Troy Baker, Troy Baker. Like, he's amazing at what he does but he, I feel he's in fucking everything he's everything yeah, Jennifer like, Hale Troy idea, Baker right? like, Nolan North like boom 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 like those three names to gamers are kind of like you're more likely to be like oh that's gonna be amazing like you know I think it was really cool in the Wonderlands trailer when they're like you know they're now still the big actors you know yeah Andy Samberg and um what whoever see that's the thing I don't even fucking know actors very well but they, uh, with my Gideon Emery, like, what, what's, um, oh my god, give me Gideon Emery, I'll play that she game. Was on, <laughs> she was on stage with Jeff Keeley, she's the, the, she's like the best, um, the one that does Tiny Tina's voice. And for some reason, I can't remember yeah. her name, which is makes me really sad. Sorry, but, um, fuck, what's her fucking name? Her um, name you know, is I'm Ashley so Bird. glad, Ashley Bird, thank you. I'm so glad that they put her name in the trailer as well. It wasn't just like Andy Samberg, blah, 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 but yeah. not Tiny Tina. Who is the Ashley literal Birch main character. <laughs> yeah, and he's like an incredible voice actor. Like, 
I don't even know that was Ashley Birch, to be fair, because she doesn't sound anything like typical She's Ashley Birch. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, yeah. What's the draw? Like, who's gonna see? Oh, that's Fuck James McAvoy. Oh man, I by love twelve minutes. Loved Willem Dafoe with the Green Lantern. I'm gonna go buy. <laughs> I'm gonna go buy twelve minutes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Although yeah. I'm, I'm stoked for the developers to get those big names because it probably, it probably sure. gets more gamers to like put their eyes on it, especially when they're showing it at uh, four conferences. Yeah, but like, meh, I don't want to see it again. I don't want to see it again. Mm-hmm. It looks great. Don't show me ever again. Yeah, well, it's gonna, it's coming out in out August. You won't see it after that until like game of the year. And it's like best indie game best everything like, no! 12 minutes i'm like fuck off, fuck <laughs> off. no they like best voice actor willem dafoe <laughs> <Yeah. minutes. laughs> like, yeah! man we'll see uh, that would suck uh, i've got a different one yeah. um it's far cry 6 for me oh this was, yeah oh Lit! stop showing far cry I couldn't yeah. give a fuck, Assassin's to be Creed honest. in the fucking Ubi? Oh, I don't want to see it. Like they showed, okay, Far Cry. Again, I think it was shown in Jeff Keighley's thing. Or yeah. maybe it was the trailer that came out the week before as well. And yeah. then it was shown at the Ubisoft conference. And I didn't care then. And then it was shown again at Xbox. At Xbox, yeah. And I was like, why? I don't. And, and they had that and, full interview, what's his name? I'm like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, and they also, spoke about like faces this new... look like paper. What is right? Like they look kind of weird. And they're like, we're doing a thing where you get to play as the bad guys. It's like, okay, stop showing me your game, please. I'm so done with. Far... I'm not going to play Far Cry Six, for one thing. I just don't care. But yeah, like, stop sho- shoving it in my face. And it's like very serious. And one of the trailers was actually cool, where um. Giancarlo Esposito came in, he like shot some dude and yelled at his son. Uh, oh, it was yeah. really right, well acted, but then like there's a tone flip in a lot of the trailers that it's like, yeah, kind absolutely. Of fun. There is. And there's like the yeah. little dog in the wheelchair, and you know, it's like, you're gonna have to give me a go of that crazy backpack you got. And it's like, uh, what's the, the tone of this game? Yeah, yeah, like it seems like there's this murderous uh dictator. But you're off but having fun a rad old time with your with your sausage dog in a wheelchair. Like what? Yeah. I don't. It's really a, a. I don't know what the the tone of the game will be like when you actually play it, but it's a real like, you know, it's disparity between the two. Yeah, disparity. Yeah. You know absolutely. what else I'm tired of? Just war video games. Ah, oh, most overshown game is. The game of war. The game of war. Stop showing me that. I've seen it. I've seen it. Okay. I've mm-hmm. seen war. No. Like, <laughs> I've seen. I just don't want to. Yeah. Why? Why are all games war? Give me more action adventure games. Give me more. Yeah, give me RPG. more sci-fi. Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of space this year. Let's sort of be honest. There was a lot of space. All about what is space. it with the the shooties, fuck off. Give me a, like a reasonable amount, not so many. A reasonable amount. Yeah, I still fun. like them. I still want some. Because the problem is people who who want war games, they want boots on the ground. They don't want like near future or far future, except Halo. 
but then Halo's, you know, space. So I think it falls into a different camp. But like when games like Call of Duty and Battlefield go too far in the future, gamers are like, yeah, boots yeah. on the ground. I want boots on the ground. Yeah. You know what we ground. what I don't like to see, but we didn't see a lot of sports games. No, don't show me FIFA it's or NBA. EA games. didn't have a EA didn't have a conference. Yeah, exactly. So. <laughs> now that's great. Do that, but with the war games. Like, have your own show. Put it over there. Show me one or two over here, but put the rest over there. This is the fucking army club. Go away. <laughs> Whatever. This is the army club showcase. <laughs> this is for the boys that wants the guns. And this is for us. All right, <laughs> best under the radar game. It's another oh, one. Yeah, what did I write? I, wait, for. what point are we on? Oh, number six. Yes, I love this game. I have not seen anyone really at all mention this. Like, not in anything that I've watched. Game Deck. As soon as I mm. saw it, I looked at. I was like, "What the fuck is this? Oh my god! Oh my god! I think you'll love it, Elliot." I'm not. I'm not joking. I think you'll really like it. I hope. Ooh, Ooh. cyberpunk themed RPG. Mm. Am I right or am I right? Is this an E3? It was. No one said shit about it. I don't think I it think was at E3. It was. That, that's where I saw it. You fuck. Well, <laughs> but all the trailers are from nine months ago. No. Yeah. E3 2021 demo showcase. That's what I saw. It's I'd never seen it before then. And it was, oh, it was in the future game show. And they showed it only for a really small amount on the virtual show floor where you can Ew. go and play the shit. Like, oh, it's an hour long. No, I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Just find a little, just find a little thing. I just saw a little one. I saw the yeah, one. And obviously, it's been mentioned before, but clearly not enough because you didn't fucking know about it. I didn't know about it. I'm guessing it's PC only. I don't know. Let's have a watch. No, no, it'll probably tell us. (laughs) Engrel says they had a lot of snowboarding, and I'm cool with that. Absolutely, they did. Shredders looks cool. Shredders. I liked the 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 logo that was like shredders and shredders are written over the top of that. Yeah, yeah. And actually, to to um kind of go back on what I've said for the last week, um at Ubisoft's thing, one of the things that was actually okay was fucking Riders Republic. That kind of looks fun. Um, I'm not gonna pay for it. I'm not going to um, maybe play, that play it when it when it comes to Game Pass in two years' time. Uh, but it did look kind of cool, and like heaps of people, you know, snowboarding and mountain biking and jetpacking around the place. Um, I can get behind that, but I'm not paying for it. I uh, Steep came to Xbox Game Pass, and I played it for about an hour and got pretty oh, bored yeah. of it. Yeah, you did um, that. It's a very Ubisoft. Snowboarding game. All right, well, let's watch this. Game deck, freedom of approach trailer. Does this sound about right? I have no idea. Okay. Let's find out. The core assumption of game deck is to give players no. freedom of approach <laughs> while investigating cases. We want to... Who are you? I don't care about Chris talking. Stuff. 
Well, all there is is a fucking hour-long demo. No. Do, do this. Cinematic. Future Game Show. Spring. No, that's not it. Yeah. No. Uh, all right. E3, change it to 2021. E3, 2021. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's okay. That's good. That's I didn't one see hour. anything. That, oh, it was 1L. Fuck off. I'm going to find something. <laughs> Stupid, stupid. <coughs> You're dumb, dumb. You're dumb, dumb. You're dumb, dumb. You can't find no trailer. God. You're right. <laughs> what about Look. What's this? What about this? Wait, I'm looking. I can just play the preview from one year ago. I guess. I, I guess. Search volume is terribly low. <laughs> I guess. What did I see? It was only small. So I didn't watch anything that was a fucking hour long. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> but show the show the thing from twenty twenty. Show the show the thing from twenty twenty. Ah. Yeah. This is it. Oh fuck. <laughs> Game deck, a profession invented at the end of the 22nd century. A combination of a skilled virtual reality player and a private detective solves crimes in virtual worlds. Become a game deck. Face unique challenges like disputes. Engaged players. Realistic simulation. Relaxing in the sunlight of the Wild West, or making new friends. Use custom game deck skills and tools like influence, deductive reasoning, whiskamats, gaming couches on a Nintendo Switch console. Warning, becoming a game deck may cause love for pen and paper RPGs, induce nostalgia, and urge you to make choices in your own unique way. Would you like to know more? No. Yes, I would, but... Coming 2021. We'll see. Yeah, well, I'm kidding that. Looks groovy. I, um... It makes me really want to play, um... Uh... Disco Elysium. <laughs> right? Except Disco Elysium is so rough Weird. in like no, like rough in the in its content. Like the characters are so rough in how they talk. And I yeah. talk rough and it's uncomfortable. <laughs> like, you know, like sometimes I'm like, oh, I don't want to listen to this. Like skip, 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 mm. skip. You know? So game deck seems yeah, like you said, similar, but Maybe less uncomfortable, and also like also inside, it's a vibe I really dig as well. Yeah, I love, I inside love virtual that. worlds, and like you go to different types of virtual yeah. worlds, like west or a future one or a fucking farmland, <laughs> like just going down into the sewers. No, <laughs> this guy's just here to fucking roll me up, bro. <laughs> yeah, he is. Put Willem Dafoe in Elden Ring. Just. <laughs> <laughs> At least you said it before you could. <laughs> uh, okay, my best under the radar game um, was something I've spoken about a lot, but like 
I feel like nobody else is talking about it except us. Um, it's Harold Halibut. Oh, Harold Halibut. What a delight. Halibut. What yeah, a delight. Great. That yeah, is more people should get on Harold Halibut. Like art direction, fantastic. Fantastic. The effort over the top. Like why sometimes I wonder why people go to the lengths they go to for the art they create. It's like they've got huge brains, but also tiny brains, you know? Like that guy also had a huge head. Yeah, he's his brain brain. But like, like they've got so much brain to come up with this and ha- like put in that much effort, but so small brain because they didn't think about how much effort they had to put in, you know? Like, yeah, it's crazy. But like, I mean, how much more effort is it than actually just creating the video game to begin? Probably a lot, a lot. More Probably a lot. Also, Game Deck is supposed to come out on the seventeenth of September. Hell yeah! On what platforms? Uh, Nintendo Switch and PC. Switch. Oh, typical. Two things I don't have right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is a bit sad. But maybe by September, you can have your Switch. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe. Maybe you can name your character Willem Dafoe. Like, <laughs> oh my God. Who am I to say? Bush! Now that like is Slow team. Brothers Big Brain. Slow Brothers Big Brain. But yeah, um, Harold Halibut looks fantastic absolutely it really does it amazing great. i want that game that doesn't that's releasing soonish but i don't think it's gonna be out for about two years but you know what i'm cool with that soon-ish. i'm excited let Ooh. them do what they do the slow brothers the big brain brothers big brain slow bros all right the final thing the final most slight upon me <laughs> The most anticipated game other than Elden Ring. Bloody rude boy. I mean, what are we going to talk about Elden Ring for another 15 minutes? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Fuck. Fucking hell. January, cat. January, it comes out. We can talk about it for all of 2022 for like, yeah, it's going to be great. I'm going to play it. So it's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I'm uh, very excited. But I have chosen a different game. Okay. Um. I, I have an honourable mention that if you if you don't say it, mm-hmm. I will say. But my most – you know what I'm – this is really, really hard for me to pick, by the way, because this is the level of every other game that I really enjoy. And Elden Ring is like <laughs> on the moon and everything else is down here on but Earth. That's what so- I mean. Like we both anticipate that game in a big way. So, I, you know. It, yeah, I but I'm just, was- I just want to emphasize that this was really, really hard for me to even think what else do I want to play? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I literally don't know because everything is overshadowed so massively eclipsed by Elden Ring's logo. But I have chosen Slime Rancher 2. Mm, Slime Rancher 2. Yes. I'm so that's a, excited. That's a good choice. It's very out of left field cat choice. Yeah, right? Like, you know I love the indies, but it's just this yes. beautiful little calm game. Like, like I love these Stardew Valley types. Um, and mm. in a way, it's not like that at all, but it is at the same time. Um, I'm, it's peaceful, I'm, though. 
It's peaceful. I want to farm slime. I want to build cages and trap these wild animals so that they cannot escape and make them bang to make weird other slimes that really don't make sense. But that's what I that's what I want. I want to catch slimes and explore little worlds. Like, well, not little worlds, little zones. Like, well, yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. And it's next-gen and PC only. Is How's it? that? Yeah. I don't know that. What does that yeah, mean yeah. for the game? I don't know. Probably, you know, pretty. Probably more pretty than it could be. The slimes have sweet, sweet reflections. Is that it? <laughs> Ray trace slimes. Yeah, like, I don't know. And another game that's on a very similar level that I forgot to um, write. It just took me so long to find it, which is why I've been looking this way for so long, is a game called Core Keeper. Um, Core Keeper. And it's more like Stardew Valley. So I will um, read you a little bitty. Explore an endless cavern of creatures, relics, and resources in a mining sandbox adventure for one to eight players. Mine, build, fight, craft, and farm to unravel the mystery of the ancient core. Um, So also kind of like Terraria or like Starbound. Um, Mm. It's very cute. Uh, The farming bit especially I love. I like that you can have up to eight players. I love that. That's cool. It's very cute. Let's watch it. Yeah. Cool lighting. Yeah, right? Sven! <laughs> Look out, Sven! Oh, you got him, Sven. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's very Terraria on Minecraft. Yeah. And Stardew Valley with your farming. And yeah, your true. Fighting. Not so much the building, you don't get to do that in Stardew. Oh my god. Look at that mining! Fucking the efficiency. Oh, wow. Lurch, the abominous mast. <laughs> kind of like Rom the vacuous. <laughs> oh, they said your saga. Coming to early access late 2021. Yeah, so there's like, there's not much to see about it. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, do I like it. That's cute. I really, I really, really like it. Um, I love your way out of left field, like, um, choices. It's great. What do you mean? They're not left field. They're just cute indies. Yeah, for most anticipated game, I choose Slime Rancher 2. That is out of left field. I chose most would be... Elden Ring, you turd. <laughs> Other than yeah. Elden Ring. Yes, well, look, that I does think... go to show the level yeah. of anticipation on every other game. <laughs> yeah, I think there's, the, like, I've got a huge... Um, it, it, it shows a, a very big range in my type of games that I like to play. That you've got Elden Ring, you know, Dark Souls, these monstrously difficult games that so, like people cannot finish. Developers are like, I mean, not developers, fucking journalists, are like this too hard. They cannot play. It's a piece of shit. <laughs> and then <laughs> down here, I'm just like, I want to fucking farm shit. Just cozy little. Slimes, give me the slimes. I'm gonna catch a slime with my net and listen to little things. Do, 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 do. You know, 
they, they are quite different. So I understand. I understand. Good. Yeah, it is good. All right, well, I'm going to be full basic bitch. I, mm, it's hard for me to choose one. It's really hard. Well, I just did two. I know. It's Wonderlands for me. I was going to say Wonderlands. Like, I'm actually pretty excited for it, even yeah. though, like, it's not necessarily something you, you would expect from me again. No. But I I really hope this has crossplay from day one because Borderlands just got crossplay. And for it to have crossplay would be fucking phenomenal because it's one thing I do uh, wish Borderlands had from the start because, like, yeah, come on. It's fucking 2021. Current year argument. Give us crossplay and everything. Crossplay um, should be. But I'm. I'm so excited about this game. I'm so excited about like doing more ridiculous shit in the Borderlands universe, but it not being a typical Borderlands game. Like they can free themselves from the shackles of vaults and Pandora and like sirens and all this shit, even though yeah. I think there's still a lot of story that they can explore in the Borderlands series, but they can kind of just do whatever the fuck they want. They can Absolutely. like- they can free make themselves. it as ridiculous, yeah. And you know, take a like because it was 2012 when Borderlands 2 came out and 2019 when Borderlands 3 came out, so it's a huge gap there. They don't need to push another Borderlands out in the next few years, they can that can no. wait. But to be able to do this and have this, you know, what's coming pretty soon, uh, April next year, I think, or something like that. Um, I think that's sick. It's very, I think it, maybe they didn't actually say it could just be 2022. Um, I'm so excited. I'm just like, I want to know more. I want to see gameplay. I really hope it doesn't get delayed. Yeah, just but I'm also sense. like, I'm also like 180 hours into Borderlands 3 and that's not slowing down at all. I'm just finding more and more shit to do in that game. So, um, yeah. and that's the thing. Like, I don't play Destiny and I don't play. Uh, the division anthem's dead. I don't play really any looter shooters or ongoing games, games as a service. But like Borderlands 2 was, or Borderlands 1 is like the original looter shooter, yeah. And still, to me, it's a game that I don't feel like I'm like at the moment. We're playing true Vault Hunter mode, and we've done all the DLC for the first season pass, and we've still got another season pass to buy that's got current content and you know new story expansions but we're just playing through the story again um like we're (laughs) probably halfway through the game (laughs) 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 sorry to any audio listeners but Laz was straight up with the most anticipated (laughs) is the reveal of what's on Randy Richard's USB. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to cry from laughing. That's funny. (laughs) That's fucking funny. (laughs) Oh, shit. That's fucking funny. How does that guy still have a job? Seriously, how? (laughs) Um. Oh my god. So yeah, we're like 
halfway through the game again, but I'm level 65, fully maxed out, but I don't feel like I'm doing end game content. I'm just playing the story again, playing it on okay. harder difficulty, playing it with like mayhem turned up to like level four. So it's not even like you can put mayhem up to level 10. So you can make it harder and harder. There's all these challenges. There's like seasonal events and stuff. So like if Wonderlands is anything like that and it has that just replayability, it's not even about like I hate like end game talk <clears throat> when a company talks about a game and it's like they're announcing a game that's coming out and they're like, and this is what the end game is going to be. It's like, no, nah, yeah. no. Nah, Calm down, that. bro. I haven't played the like, whole like the, the game. Exactly. And I think so much focus goes on that. But like, I know this is totally off topic, but with Borderlands, it's like the end game is just playing the game again. And it's just as fun the second time, That's except you're so much more powerful. Yeah, right? Like that is fun live. Like it's not really, it, it's a live service, I guess, but it's like that's fun, repeatable gameplay. Um, yeah. And I hope that Wonderlands has all of those components. And then you've got the addition of like create a character, magic and melee weapons as well as guns. And it's like just that's going to change the game in a huge way. I'm so excited. Uh, yeah. to see what what this game actually is in action um please don't don't delay it randy it was i don't it think was randy's creative director here either i'm still fucking laughing about that <laughs> it was the first thing that came to my mind and i thought what it, what is what am i anticipating the most like what do i want to play was trying yeah to right then when i thought about it i was like like i'm not really excited like i want to play it but I'm not really excited for it. This is what I'm saying. Like, it was so hard for me to pick something that is my most anticipated. Um, yeah. But, like, Tiny Tina's was my first thought. And then I was like, but Slime Rancher. Oh, what about it? What, what is it? You know, like, mm. so many choices. Mm. There's so yeah. many choices. Also, like. Put that on. I don't even yeah. know what the fuck it's about. But Redfall, right at the top. Most anticipated. Yeah. And and for me, I also, like, Halo and Forza are right at, like right on that list as well. Like Forza is coming out in literally five months. Like I can't believe that in five months' time I'll be able to play the new Forza game on my Series X and it's going to be fucking phenomenal. So You know what I'm excited for? Coromon. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Chorus and I was going to say, yeah, I'm really excited for that game too. So they haven't shown it for 12 months. Coromon, yes. That's cute. I was thinking about that game today put so many games on my wish list like i just i just love nice. games you know like i just sames. love sames games games i just love games i love games we'd hope so because we talk about it on a podcast so you would yeah. hope you'd think so you'd you'd have to think so there was this other one called um encased as well that mm. i'm really excited about which is a tactical sci-fi RPG. Um, and it was that one where they're like, they're like, are you a scientist? You might be in the blue core. Or like, are you a fucking have no freaking good values about yourself at all? You might be in the black core. You like shooting shit? You might be in the red core. Oh, yeah. You yeah, like vaguely. Seventies like dome that they discovered, and they're like investigating it. Um, again, similar to Disco Elysium, kind of. Like, right. 
it's an early access game that you can buy. So I don't know. I don't have, think I have watched that. I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it. Uh, and Girl says replaced and Death Door for me. I think replaced looks incredible. A friend yeah. of mine um, sent me a, a link to it. It's like I don't like games, but this looks sick. And I was like, looks That's- fantastic. And Death Door looks so cute. It's that one where you play that little crow and you're in like that black and white world and you go into the colored areas as well. Yes, so yeah, good. That's right. Is this one? Did you say in case? I think this is it. Yeah. Cronus. Cronus. Yeah. Yeah. Cronus. yeah. 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 Right, let's have a little squeeze before we wrap this up. Seventy-six, and the future has arrived. But here's the skinny. We at Cronus need you. Cronus was formed after a dome-like structure was discovered five years ago. Was it from our ancient past? Was it made by aliens? Does it run on perfectly harmless nuclear power? We need to know. And humanity is waiting for you to help unlock its secrets. Descend into the dome itself and join one of our incredible research teams. Very full out. The only question is, which wing of Cronus is the best fit for you? If you like taking orders, cracking heads, ultraviolence, and guns, lots of guns, then the Black Wing is for you. Can you build and repair incredible technology, but not expect any credit for it? You sound like an engineer to us. Welcome to the Blue Wing. (laughs) Are you a doctor, scientist, mathematician, or any other type of brainiac? We've got you covered in the White Wing. Do you like taking credit for the hard work of others, but never do anything yourself? Those forms won't fill themselves. That's management, mister. And the Silver Wing awaits. Are you a criminal, prisoner, or have no discernible skills whatsoever? Then you're coming to the Orange Wing, like it or not. Are you ready for adventure? Are you ready to make the change with us? Are you ready to love it so much that you'll never want to leave? Then join Cronus and take the second giant leap for mankind under the dome. Awesome. Something about it. I like something about it. Very cool. Yeah. Looks groovy. It's very wasteland, very old school fallout. Um, yeah. What a vibe. Good choice. Big vibe. Good and stuff. Desktop, again, just desktop, wrapping around yeah. what Angirl said. It looks so cute. We saw it, I think, last year as well, and they just showed a little bit more of the combat oh, okay. and stuff this year. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, Kat, that was great. God, we Hell can yeah. talk. Hell yeah, we can. <laughs> Didn't even talk about Elden Ring, though. Well, we'll get there. We'll get to it. I, I oh, know, we did I actually know, talk about we, it We've once. talked about we it before. Did. We'll talk about it again. But today we is will. not the day. It's not the day. <laughs> well, Kat, thank you so much for joining me. Chat, thank you so much for joining us for our first numbered installment of Controllers and Coffee live on youtube.com slash direct gaming. Appreciate all your support. Hey, Kat, tell us about about what's coming up on twitch.tv forward slash cat cat. Let me tell you, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I want to change my stream days around. So I think I'm going to change maybe the... 
either the Monday or the Wednesday to a Thursday. I'm not sure. Look, let's be honest. I've been finding it really hard to balance it, like my night streaming with work right now. So it's not. I need to have a bit of a, a bit of a play around. Um, but we finished Biomutant. So what are we yeah. gonna do now? There's a lot of demos out from E3. Maybe we'll play some demos, or mm. maybe we'll finish um, Mass Effect. The first one. Maybe we'll finish Mass Effect the first one. Um, which we will do very, very soon. Yeah. I just don't know if I want to like play some demos as well. Yes, for sure. Um, Tunic is then, out. Uh, is the it? demo for Tunic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. I think um, like Coromon has a demo. There's a couple of other ones that have some demos. Mm -hmm. So, you know, might play a few of those. And then, of course, on Sunday, Dark Souls, Dark Souls 2. We had a great time this week going through Shulva, a literally one of my favorite areas in all of the games. It's so good. Um, nice. But because uh, I know the game a bit more and we've got two other people on the stream as well, Engral being one of them, um, we have the ability to chat more, more, more chat nice. about shit because I know what I'm doing, so I don't have to concentrate on games so much. So if you want to come hang out um, and enjoy some amazing gameplay, Soul Sunday is where it's at. Otherwise, come join me any other day. Honestly, follow me on Twitch, because uh, that's how you know when I'll go live, because who knows? Who fucking knows? What if it's a Thursday this week instead of the Wednesday, because I had to stay back at work for seven hours? Who knows? <laughs> you just don't know. Right now it's all up in the air. So um fair, fair. so follow at twitch.tv forward slash capcat. And if you wanna hear my thoughts on Twitter as well, it's capcat T with an extra T and a Y. Uh, because my username was already taken. <laughs> yeah, you know why I don't you know why oh. I concentrate because i finished it like 16 times i know everything i know everything i forget it but i know everything i don't need are you playing um is it the Pilot scholar of the first sin is that that one yeah no so i've never played yeah. scholar of the first sin edition because i was really mad right. about it when it came out so i do know like almost everything about the game, but some enemy yeah. placements they're a bit different, um, and sure. some things I do forget because I've got a very small brain. Um, <laughs> however, muscle memory takes over for a lot of it. I know mm -hmm. how to run through mm -hmm. uh, and like speed run like the first half of the game, so I've got some pretty good memory on a lot of it. <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. Um, on the on the channel here. Uh, I've got a video releasing tomorrow, my top 10 things from E3 2021. Uh, it was meant to come out the other day, but I just, I just didn't have time. I did an extra video that came out Wednesday. So if you want to see my review of the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase and some things you may not have realized about said showcase, go watch that video and then follow me on Twitter at Direct Gaming. And follow the podcast, as you can see, scrolling below us at Controllers Pod. Please do. And we'd love to hear from you. Check out the audio version of the show at anchor.fm slash controllers and coffee and send us an email with a big old question so we can tackle that in a future episode at 
controllersandcoffee at gmail.com. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, chat. We love you all very much. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Thanks, chat. Enjoy the rest of your day, and we will speak to you soon. Peace out. Bye. (laughs) I still haven't created an outro, but see you later. (laughs) That's the outro.